Welcome to the Geek Speak last week bonus episode. This is the intake. Welcome everybody to a new episode of the intake. Um, today I am doing an interview with Mr. Josh Maybe of Rogue Origin Films. Um, welcome, Josh. Um, I, <laughs> dude, uh, you just blew me away with that. <laughs> like, I, like literally, I'm like, how's your day? And you're like, well, we have a TikTok and there's going to be some Kingdom Hearts. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, dude, it's it's an honor to be here. I uh, I'm I'm stoked that uh, stoked to hear that you're a big Kingdom Hearts fan because I'm also a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. Um, I'm a geek. I'm I'm kind of plugged into everything. So it's like even if I don't fall all the way down the rabbit hole, I had my foot in it. So like I like listen. Yeah, I'm not the hugest fan, but I think I've always thought it was an amazing property. I played the first the first game, first two games. And like, yeah, I was yeah. a ridiculous fan when the first game came out. Like I like, and everything about that from the theme song to, like I said, just the, the, the idea of it, just, I was like, this is the best and craziest thing I've ever seen. Dude. Uh, so first off, um, yeah, like you hit the nail on the head, like at Rogue Origin, we're just huge fans of all like geek and nerd media. And it's kind of like, that's kind of was the, uh, the banner or the, the impetus between, between behind the creation of this thing is like bringing all of these, the, the, the nerd culture that we love into live action in the best way possible, you know, or try to remain as, as faithful to the materials we can. And, uh, secondly, dude, I don't know why Simple and Clean, the theme song of the first Kingdom Hearts, goes so hard, but it goes so hard, man. Oh my I, God, does it? Oh know. my God. I remember when the when the trailer first hit for it. And 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 like, and so literally every time the commercial would hit, I'm like, why you gotta play the 30-second version? Give me like the minute version. Like it's just like it's just Yo. like <laughs> and you just start going it, like ah it was so good it was just yeah, such a good song so Ugh. good and like so this is i want to say and i didn't even mean to bring this up and talk about it it's just like that we kind of released a little bts clip of that uh recently and it, and it kind of took off uh and so that kingdom Hearts has kind of been a dream project of mine for a very long time um ever since simple and clean hit i was like yo this would make one of the dopest live action projects ever yes uh, yeah and uh I don't know if you remember, there was that teaser that dropped uh, for right before um, Kingdom Hearts 2. It, it was like the, the, the cloaked figures fighting and-, and Yes. Were, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of one of the, the, the inspirations for this live action version that we've got in the works. Oh um, gosh. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be dope, man. It's gonna I, be super dope. I, I, can't, I, can't even, I can't even wait. I like, you just, just, all right. So you said it, like you're, you're all about you're all about doing this this geek thing and bringing the culture together. But what was it that got you into the geek culture? Like, what was the what was the one thing? Now, it doesn't have to be a specific fandom. Like, it doesn't have to be like Star Wars or. But like, what was the thing that when you did it, you when you saw it, you were like, oh my god, this is like this is life. Yo, it probably so there were two kind of pivotal moments for me that like got me into that this scene and uh and they, they were both both anime believe it or not because it all kind of goes hand in hand you know what i mean like anime video games comic book it's all just like it's it's very much where i mean obviously there's differences and whatnot but we're all united under that that mm -hmm. it's essentially what comic-con is uh and yo so the first one was dragon ball z Okay. I remember being, I don't remember how young I was, but I was, I was, I was young and watching it on, uh, was, it was either Sunday mornings or something. And I remember only seeing snippets of it. I was young, probably like eight or something. Mm -hmm. And watching, I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and then, you know, you, as you, you, you talk about it with your friends and like, we used to like draw Dragon Ball Z and you know, there, there was like, it was that group. And then I, I think I remember I was 11 and I saw Princess Mononoke. And you that see, was see my Ghibli's up there, right? 
Bro, my Ghibli's up there, right? Dude, I got to compliment you. I love, love, love what I'm seeing right now. I love that. You know, one of my favorite things in this modern day when you don't have to own Blu-ray or or, or, uh, like any sort of physical medium is seeing it because like, that's a true fan, man. If I showed you my bedroom, wall to wall, fucking Blu-rays and DVDs. I'm, I'm trying to get there. I call my living room my library. Yeah, dude. Like yeah. if I were to turn the if I were turn the, the the camera, there's another bookshelf off to this side, and then across from the Blu-rays is actually all my DVDs because I didn't oh. get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it, 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 I don't know, there's something about the physical medium. It just means I, I don't know. I love being able to look at it. I love being able to be like, oh yeah, I have that thing. You know. Everybody tries to get me into digital. Like, you got to get the digital comics. You got to get Comicsology, and I'm like, yeah, I might get it, but I'm still gonna be buying stuff. Like, yeah. I like to have it. I like to look at it, and I like to see it in in my house. And it's like it's not about having it for like the hoarders. Like, because I literally just like right now the table that I'm working off of. There's like comics and movies all over it because like i will literally walk by and go huh i want to read that again and i'll pull it yeah. off the shelf and i'll start reading it or like huh i want to yes, watch man. that again and so like yeah. that that's just how i roll with stuff so i'm, I'm glad i'm not the only one that, that that's like that no it's not it, at all man and, it, and especially when it comes to like 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 uh studio ghibli like you said man they they uh because um I still, I still stand by this. I think the Blu-rays are still a slightly better than what we're able to stream just because sometimes they throttle streaming and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so if there's a movie that I love, I'm still going to buy it on Blu-ray because mm -hmm. I, I want to be able to watch that full 4K glory on, you know, because I, I also have a projector. Uh, so it's like, you know, either, either you go with a big TV or projector. So, you know, I've, I've been, uh, I bought, I bought mine eight years ago and it's been the best purchase I've ever made. <laughs> and, and that, and that works. And that's how we should, you, I think that's how people should enjoy things when they're fans of stuff. Yeah. Um, like, so obviously from then till now, you've still been passionate about this, but like what, uh, what kept, that love and passion going over all these years. And how did that lead to you forming Rogue Origin Films? Oh man, that's an interesting question. Uh, I Listen, I sat on my entire lunch break, basically just figuring <laughs> out these questions, dude. Like I, like I had days to do it and I like, no, with stuff like this, I'm better on the, like kind of on the fly. Like I, I can think about it in the back of my head, but when I sit down to do it, I like, I'll just, Boom, 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 boom. And I have 10 decent questions and two parters. So we're going to be doing this. Like I said, I think this will be a good interview. I love it, man. I love it. Absolutely. Um, yo, so uh, what, like, I've just kind of always like that. That's always been something for me that I've, I've always gravitated towards is whether it be anime or video games. It's always been like the, the thing that, uh, um, that I turn to because as like, as we grow up, um, like, like we, we, we get, there are less and less time for hobbies, you know, yes. it's like you, you, as much as you would love to be able to continue to play video games or watch movies or whatever it is, it's just life kind of takes over and you yes. have less time for things. And the way that I, uh, recharge is I'll grind hard for weeks and weeks on end, months on end. And then I'll unplug for a week and just do nothing but play video games and, and watch anime and read, read, nice. you know, that's kind of like the one way that I can you know, find a way that's, again, that's how I recharge is, is catching up on all the things that I, that I haven't been able to watch or read or whatnot. Uh, and the, the, the rogue origin journey journey was a super interesting one. Uh, so, um, I was, I, I worked a, a, a day job for a long time in theatrical advertising and, uh, and, um, it wasn't like creatively fulfilling. Like when you're working for somebody else, it's not always like as creatively stimulating as you want. So I always created on the side. I, I, uh, directed, um, commercials and music videos for about eight years. And then, um, I started to focus really on narrative stuff in around 2018. Um, I met, uh, this guy, um, I, I started to do a, a few smaller projects and trying to get the, in the comic book and anime space off the ground. And then uh, by chance, I met this guy, uh, Nick Shaw, um, and him and I kind of bonded over our love of anime. And he had released, he had uh, released one short film on uh, the reanime. I don't know if you're familiar with the reanime, but um, on the channel reanime, he had released uh, a Death Note adaptation that he did. I saw it and I was like, this is, this is rad, dude, this is exactly what I want to do. Let's, let's like combine forces and make cool stuff. 
Um, and so we, we got, we, we met up, had, had coffee, had tea and, uh, and, and just got chatting about stuff and we kind of bonded over things. And so, uh, then we, we kind of just went full force into this and we grew the channel. When I joined, I think that the channel had like 2000 or 3000 subscribers it was small. And then we grew it to, it now has nearly a million subscribers. Um, we did adaptations of Naruto, Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, um, uh, Hunter x Hunter and Hunter x Hunter was the last thing that I did with the company before leaving and starting my own thing. Um, and it, a, lot, a lot of really, really cool stuff. I grew a lot and I learned a lot and, and it was like, we got to, we, we, again, very, very cool things that we were able to work on there. And, and, uh, and I'm very, very thankful for my time there. But, um, in 20, early 2020, I left to found Rogue Origin because our styles were a little bit different. Our outlooks were a little bit different. And when you're in a company together, all it takes is to be off by what, two to 5%. And then you just have different moral outlooks, different, different belief systems, mm -hmm. and, and different styles of wanting to make things. Uh, the stuff we were doing with reanime was a lot more, I dare I say, light, lighthearted, a little mm -hmm. bit more. Uh, uh, I don't know how to phrase it. It's just just a little bit more um, uh, fantastical. I think that's probably the best way of putting it because the spectrum of nerd content is is so so wide, right? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. you've got even if you just look at anime in and of itself, you've got the the anime that are just uh, like super fantasy oriented like the the uh um like can't think of a good some good lotus thing. wars and like for classics and and, and stuff like that and exactly and then you've got your cowboy bebops right yep. like that's a that's the and then you've got slice of life i like the fact that there's slice and cooking and yeah we get exactly yep. and and or or it's, it's the the perfect example is that naruto versus cowboy bebop like yes. naruto is a little bit more fantastical a little bit more like you've got summoning these gigantic monsters and shit and Cowboy Bebop is a grounded uh, anthological piece about like what it means to exist in this, this mm -hmm. world. Um, and despite so, the fact that it's in space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Despite, exactly. Despite the setting. <laughs> and so that different and in, in, difference in mentality was just enough for us to go, oh, well, you know, we're better off uh, doing our own things. And so that's when I founded Rogue Origin. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's a much more gritty, realistic, grounded approach to this nerd content. And that's really what I think that it needs a lot of the time is because if you if you get too far out there with the costumes and the hair and the, the like, like, you know, uh, you can't have people wearing purple wigs and, and expect, you know, people that like the average audience to take you seriously. Right. So so that was that that, that was. Uh, and, and then, yeah, like I said, 2020 started uh, started Rogue Origin. We kind of just hit the ground running with these adaptations. Uh, that's 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 kind of the, the founding of the company. It, it's, it's funny because you kind of answered a question I had further down the line because it was going to ask you, like, do you I mean, and I'll just bring it up now. It's like when you. When you're making your stuff, do you watch other fan films and say, holy crap, that was cool. I need to see what I can do that can either top that or even look, do that or like the plus one and never in the in, in the in the way of I'm doing it better. But what I saw was very cool and impressive. And I want to do something like that and see if I can do something that improves upon that. And, and, and so on and so forth. Like, are you ever inspired by other people's fan films to go, dude? we need to do something either in that world or just like that or whatever. For sure. Yeah, um, absolutely, man. I mean, uh, the, the coolest part about where we are technology, technology wise is it's so it's never been easier to make great stuff for no budget. And, uh, and, and I'm constantly blown away at what uh, people are able to put out there, what's out there in the world already. And, uh, and yeah, um, in, in, the way that I kind of see it is I never watched something and went, uh, I, 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 um, I never watched something and went, I like, like, like I can do that better. Like fan stuff. Right, right. Because Fan stuff's fan stuff, and I love you know I love how deeply passionate fans are because I'm a fan. Um, for me, it was always the my competition came from in the form of what they had done already, uh, what Hollywood had done, these larger films. And I looked at it and went, I feel like we can do this. Uh, I feel like we can take it more seriously than than some of these things are being taken. Uh, but yes, and and so that was always my inspiration mm -hmm. is. I wanted to try to create the Hollywood caliber level content 
for no money. And, and that, and, and because our budgets are so minuscule, man, like, um, I, I, you know, the average, average Hollywood production is like a million dollars a minute or something. And, 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 you know, we're talking like our budgets production, our, our budget pro production budget is like $500, $1,000. Like, what do I have? What have I saved up from, you know, the last five paychecks? <laughs> I'm going to say this after watching your, after watching all of the shorts, um, like it's, that is apparent on some, and then on some, it's like you couldn't tell. For sure. like, and when I say it's apparent, it, I don't mean like, oh, dang, that looks low budget. I mean, as in just, yeah, they didn't do, they didn't do a lot, but they wanted to focus on their little, their character work and their, and their action. And it's like, so they didn't, they didn't have to go spend a lot of money to go find, to, to, to go find a good location or whatever. It's like, they put all of their money into their, the, the fight, the, 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 the actors, the, the little bit of costuming and some visual effects if they were necessary. And I'm like, and you can see all of that right there. And I don't, like I said, and I don't mean it badly. And then there are other ones where you just couldn't tell what it was, like how, what the budget for it was, because you're just like, that was just really good. And there wasn't like, all right, for example, the Rockley uh, fight, because of the simple fact yeah. that it's just outside. And like, other than the effects, it's like that, where would the budget go? Like, it, it's like, well, it's, it's crazy. You say that though, man, because even on that, like, because even on our tiny, tiny shoots, we still have to pay crew and the well, average yeah, yeah. crew rate is like 300 to $500 a person per day. So when yeah, you're okay. shooting three days, um, you know what I mean? And you've got, even if you've got just two people, three days at $300 a person, that's still $2,000 right got there. You. You know, and so, and then when you get into the bigger things where you need hair, makeup, and all of these other things, then it goes so fast, and that's why it's 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 wild because you know uh, people always ask you know well where's the money going and that you know that that's the thing man is it's it goes so fast and you, you got to pay people yeah exactly yep well listen you're using your budget really well I was I was thoroughly impressed with the, with, with what you put down um, Thanks, what inspires half of these ideas like when you're sitting up there doing your re like when you're recharging are you like watching anime and then so or on um, something and you go that's it that's my next one right there or are you like you know flipping through a comic or you're watching this we need to put this on screen this sure, is what we're sure. doing next like I, like where do these ideas come from because i here's the thing i love anime and i was a naruto fan but I literally fell off before it even became Shippuden. And by the time I came back, Shippuden was out. And, sure. and like, and I was lost. People were like, yo, I was like, so what's going on in Naruto? And they were like, you mean Shippuden? And I'm like, what's a Shippuden? And, <laughs> and, then, and then at that point, it had already gotten a hundred episodes, 130 episodes. And I was like, you know what? I'm yeah. done. I'll get to that at some other point in time. So, <laughs> so I didn't even know there was an actual animated version of that fight. And then, oh. like, after I saw your live action one, the animated one came across my feet. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I was truly uh, blown away. Dude, well, it's so funny because that, like, the, the, <laughs> there are a few anime that I just haven't had a chance to touch because of that very reason. Like, you hear. I'm like, well, I'm never going to watch that, dude. Like, when am I going to have time to watch a thousand episodes of something? That's just outside the realm of possible. Uh, so, and, you know, it, or it's like Bleach. I, I had the same experience with you, did as, as with, um, with Naruto as I did with Bleach. I watched 120 episodes of Bleach and there was just so much filler. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And, and then somebody was like, well, it gets good around episode 320. And I was like, I'm not gonna watch 200 episodes of filler just so I can get to one good part, you know? Uh, don't get me wrong, I love Bleach. One of my favorite oh, shows yeah. of all time. Me too. But, but it's just, it's so much filler, man. Yeah. And um, there's so, and, there, and, and, and that's the problem with certain anime that like people are like, whenever people are like, well, you should really watch One Piece. Nah, I'm sorry. That, no, that's still going right now. I can't, I can't, I can't. Give me some, I will watch the movies happily and not yeah. know what is going on. Someone can explain certain things to me, but I, I can't, I can't sink my life into that series like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know. And I, I, I will have to at some point because I've heard it's worth it, but not anytime soon. Yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> that's that's well, old man goals. You know, yeah, old man goals. Yeah. 60 year old, 60 year old me sitting on a porch. When you have nothing else left to do, and just sit <laughs> yeah. there and spend the rest of your life 
watch it, and it'll still be going. Yeah, it, <laughs> and it will still be going. Three thousand episodes in one piece to catch up on, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Uh, so the question, oh, um, where, where did the ideas come? Where, where's that? Where the? So each project's been different, man. Um, so I guess for me, most of the time, and this is how I will always tell that, like, like when when people are like, where do I get where? How do I show you it started? For me, it always comes from like passion. And, and like, if you're passionate about idea, that's the thing you should pursue because those are the projects of mine that have always turned out the best. The ones where I'm like, well, that's a cool idea, but I'm not really passionate about it. They all kind of, they, they end up being like good-ish, but never great. So the perfect example of that is Bebop. Bebop for me has always been, uh, it's not only one of my favorite shows of all time, but every time I go back and rewatch it, there's something in there that I, that I learn new or that I, that I like thematically, I'm like, oh man, that's so perfect that they did this in episode one and then it comes back in episode 20. And, uh, and thematically, I love what that show is. You know, it's about a man obsessed with the past to the point that it destroys him. And mm -hmm. I think that's a, a theme that we all can kind of relate to. Uh, you know, letting go of the past is such a challenging thing. And, um, and so that show, I just fell so in love with it that I was like, I need to create something in this world. And oh and, boy, did you? <laughs> thank you, sir. And uh, and and it's and and it's funny because um, when I said it, what well, originally it was going to be like a Spike versus Vicious fight, and then it was going to be adaptation of the first episode, and then I took a step back and I was like, that like to me that those are that's the low hanging fruit. For me, the the most interesting thing you can do is create an, like a standalone episode, and then and and, and something that feels like that thing that's like the greatest form of homage for me is it and that was that what what's ended up being the goal and the coolest feedback that i've gotten is this is the most bebop thing i've ever seen and and that's the the best thing i can hear the best kind of feedback that i can get because we didn't take there's no we didn't adapt an episode we didn't take it modify a fight that was a wholly new episode. And, and it was, it was great to like write original dialogue for these characters and have people be like, no, that was like, that was spike. That was no, cool. it, it really was. I, as I was watching it, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is, this is good. And when he started, when they actually started fighting and, and, and he was doing, and he was doing his dancing when he was, and I'm like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, because I was like, and here's the thing I'm looking forward to the Netflix show. And I know John chose busting his ass and he's doing it because I've the pictures. I'm like, my man is in some great shape for being basically 50 and and whatnot. And I'm sure he's putting all of his heart into to learning some real good Jeet Kune Do. But like if you're not an actual like martial artist for you to to like. To to pick up on the a, a certain style is 50 times harder and it never becomes as fluid unless you've done it over and over and over again and they they embodied spike with the just the the cockiness in 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 the fight and 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 his moves and and the way because that was the thing i always loved about him it's like yeah. the first time i saw bebop and i saw him fighting and i was like that dude's got style <laughs> why is he fighting like bruce lee but like bruce lee mixed with like sugar ray leonard like it was like this, you know what I mean? Like that really flashy. He was just yeah. like, you yeah, know, step in here, please. And 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 I and yeah. I used to love that. And mm -hmm. as soon as the fight started in your thing, and he and he just started, and I was yeah. like, oh, here we go. Dude, I was like, yeah, this is and like, fight. and all the credit to Justice for for embodying that character. We did a, we did quite a few rehearsals for that, but like Justice did so much work on his own. Mm -hmm. um, really, just like, and you can tell, like mm -hmm. that. That was that's my favorite part is you know stepping onto set with him and and seeing those moments. And I was like, yes, this is this is what I love. Yeah. I love it when everybody's coming together to make the same project and you can tell that the actors put in just as much effort because he wants it to be a success. That was a, that was the coolest thing for me about bebop is it was, it was, it was a lot of perfect things coming together to create something cool. It worked really well. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, before I get to, before we move on to any of the other ones though, I, I do need to know how long do these things sit in gestation? Like how long do they from, from the idea to production to post, how sure. long does that take? 
You know, each one's different. Because uh, I know you did say, I heard you say in the behind the scenes on Iron Fist, this was been this has been two years in the making. Yeah. So, so, um, so some of the bigger ones take a long time. Uh, like uh, it's it's it depends. So, odd job is a quick turnaround. Um, so, the, 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 let me just start it with this one. I always have four or five scripts sitting around that okay. I'm always fine tuning and, and tweaking and like uh, uh, trying to get in a good place so that it's just the I have the next thing ready to go. Um, so, but production wise, uh, Bebop and Iron Fist definitely took about two years each. Okay. Bebop, Bebop took that long because uh, it, we tried to get, like we were about to release it and then the pandemic hit. And so it was one of those things where instead of being able to have an in-person session for mix or something, we then had to do everything remote and it slowed everything down exponentially. And then when we got back in and we, we sat back, we we're like, well, we can improve this and this and this. And so it just became a, a thing where um, we, uh, we, we, we found ways to improve it. And so we took the time because it was the middle of a pandemic and we did have that time. So that's really why Bebop took a little bit longer. We wanted to make sure that the music was just spot on because we didn't want to, we, we wanted to make sure, because if there's anything about Bebop that you got to get right, it's the music. The music, yeah, because yeah. it, it, it completely sets the, it completely gives you the setting and the vibe of the of, of whatever you're watching. And if Absolutely. the music doesn't hit right, then you're literally, you're kind of taken out of it. Absolutely. And so that's- is my ringtone. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. <laughs> uh, and, and that's and that and, and and so that's really why Bebop took that long. Iron Fist was different because Iron Fist we have some some VFX and coming from the VFX background myself, uh, I wanted to make sure that those VFX were up to a certain bar. Had a similar experience on Avatar. Anytime that you're involving fire effects or fluid effects, mm -hmm. uh, it's just it takes a long time to turn that around because we don't have the money. And so when we don't have the money, then it becomes, uh, okay, th this person then has to do this in between their other job because they, they you know, because I can't pay them enough to do, to, to, to devote all of their time to this. So that's why I, uh, Iron Fist took a little bit longer was because we have all these massive VFX and, uh, and right now it's supposed to come out soon, but, uh, but we had some, some sound issues. So, so we, I was hoping it was going to come out this Friday. I don't know when this podcast is being released, but um, it's probably going to be pushed back at least another week. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so most of the, the, I would say the average turnaround time is between three months and two years for these projects, depending just because, uh, from the first day of production to it, it always takes, you know, editing takes a long time and then sound and, and it just, it, it's crazy to think like, like, why does it take three months? Why does it take two years? No, 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 no. It's not crazy to think that at all because you, I mean, from in from I mean, like you said, even if you have your scripts uh, like and you're constantly working on them and then you finally get them done, then you got to make sure you cast it and then you got to make sure you cast it right. And then you got to make yep. sure that you do uh, previs for your fights and all that other stuff. Like I I'm listen, I'm not in the movie. I'm like I'm not in the field, but I do know some of what goes on behind the scenes and what has to go into this. other. So it's like when someone says, why does it take so long? I'm like. I'm literally shaking my head like. You have no idea. Like, I'd like you just like, it's don't you want it's like, this is a reason why when they announce something is being a Hollywood movie is being filmed. We don't actually see the movie for at least two years at yeah. the, at the least. Yeah, and it's, yeah. and, it, and, 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 and that's like, and that's a big Hollywood film. It's like, yeah. so yeah, for something smaller. Yeah. It's still going to be a couple of months. You yeah. got to do it. You got to get the, then you got to get rehearsals down. You got to get your scout. I, I know I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I I definitely understand. Um, sure. I, I do want to do ask you uh, though, what would be some of your like dream projects that if you and I don't even want to say like the whole dream unlimited budget and all that, but like if you could have like maybe what double triple your normal budget, what would be? Double, bro, give me give me give me a hundred million dollars. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because like, yeah, fine. Wait, okay if you had a hundred million dollars what would your dream what would your dream project like if fine hundred million dollars what would you break that down into like because you would probably break that down into several projects 
It depends. It really depends upon like what the release strategy is. If this is a theatrical thing, then they might need to all go to one project. Um, you know, I, I hate putting numbers on these things because it's always so challenging, but uh, I can tell you this much. Um, I, uh, there are a couple th things that I'm super passionate about. There are a couple IPs that we're, we're in the talks to try to try to obtain the rights to. Um, so I don't want to spoil any of that, but I would say that dude, if I could have the opportunity to take part in the Bebop production in some way, shape or form, that would definitely be a dream. Because like I said, for me, I love everything about that show. I like, like just thematically, the, one of the, one of the whole reasons why Reanimate was, I mean, why Rogue Origin started was because, well, and Reanimate as well, is because, uh, Thematically, I feel like a lot of the, the these these adaptations miss the core nature of what these shows are about. Uh, the perfect example for me that I always use is: Do you watch the Ghost in the Shell adaptation? Yes, I did. Yeah. So, the 1998 Ghost in the Shell anime, based on the 1989 m m manga, um, is about transhumanism. It's about um, what it means when like mind and machine become one and when they merge what that thing could potentially become the future of humanity uh that was the theme it's like it's like we need to evolve together to 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 stay alive the 2020 adaptation was about how memory is the thing that makes us who we are and machines will never be better than humans and and this whole uh, anti-machine fascist attitude and it and it was the exact opposite theme that the entire intended anime was about and so like there, there's a reason why people like like people lash out against Hollywood and it's not it's not because the production value is bad it's not because the acting was bad it's because when you leave behind the core principle of what these things are about you can't make something that people who are love the original are going to gravitate towards that's just this yeah. is why I think the bat. This is why I loved Battle Angel Alita. Uh, I mean, Alita Battle Angel. This mm -hmm. is why when I saw that after seeing Ghost in the Shell, I was literally like, "What? What? 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 What did they do?" Because sure. my biggest issue with not well, one of my biggest issues with Ghost in the Shell was, and I have nothing against Scarlett Johansson, but the idea that your memories, without your memories, you become robotic, hurt me. Like I it it. It, it hurt, it hurt the story. It hurt the performance. It hurt. Cause I'm like, no, that, no, I was like, I was like, Major Kusanagi has no memories, but she's still like a witty, snappy, badass chick. And I'm like, yeah. and then Alita came along and she's crying and she's like, eyes are lighting up when she's eating chocolate. And yeah. I'm like, and she has no memories either. So what is your excuse? Like, I, I just like, cause she's a completely human person right now and she's completely animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, are, are you understanding where I'm going? Like, I got more feeling from the completely CGI creation on the screen. Yeah. Than from that performance by jo, um, Scarlett Johansson. And totally. again, and that wasn't her fault. Yes, absolutely. And that's, and that's the thing we have to remember is they're like, like you can't blame the director. You can't, well, I mean, to a certain extent, the, these movies are made with so many people, so many voices. And, and so you can't necessarily, uh, there's no one person to point a finger at. Um, it's just from my perspective, that's, that's my hope is that, uh, enough people are able to enough people like us that are that, that want to try to remain faithful to these themes get into a position where we can start making these things so we can um do justice and pay homage to these things that we love so much uh as opposed to because it, it's not a competition it's just um differing 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 viewpoints differing thought processes and 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 again like the, there's a reason why hollywood is hollywood most of the time they make good choices mm -hmm. so i'm not out here lashing out against it, it, no. it it's 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 just that um you need to find the right people to fill these roles whether it be directors producers whatever as opposed to people that aren't going to stay true to that 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 source material um, I, I also feel like I also feel like some of you guys out here that are making these show, these these movies and these shorts and whatnot, and you're doing it so well. It's almost like, no, you're not lashing out against Hollywood, but you're showing Hollywood like, look, this is how it should be done. Stop being scared. You can be faithful to the source material and still make something that you take seriously. And yeah, like, well, 
and and that's 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 a, a big thing because I feel like half the time they make the decisions that they make when they do things is because they're scared of 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 taking this this leap and it's like but the fandom already enjoys what you're scared of yeah well that's that's the interesting thing right is uh is that a lot of these things become popular because they push the boundaries of convention and because they did something that was different. Uh, like the, to me, the perfect the perfect example is um, One Punch Man. Have you seen One Punch Man? Two yeah. seasons in the back. Yeah. So One Punch Man season one is a masterpiece for me. Yes. Because it it takes all of the convention of anime, flips it on its head, and makes you laugh at it and how crazy okay. all that stuff is. Season two kind of becomes conventional again. Yes. And and that's why I feel like a lot of people aren't resonating with season two as much because all the tropes they made fun of in season one, they then are just then taking seriously. Yes. Uh, and and so it's kind of like that where, um, and that's why I, I go back to that, 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 that theme conversation is because you have to, dude, to, to make a movie about how, the the melding of humanity and, and machine is the future of civilization is a like that's a scary thing to put out there yeah oh no i know <laughs> especially so, after we've already had so many movies where machines kill us yeah yeah exactly especially like 20 years ago we were we we, we made the matrix and that's a movie about how the machines uses his batteries right and and so it's it's like that's the success formula in a lot of people's minds. Oh, cool. Machines bad. Uh, like they, we need to make a movie about how machines are bad, but the entire reason why the, you know, that this transhumanistic movement gained traction in, in anime is because it was different. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that, and that's the thing is, is it's, it's super interesting. It's a very, very, um, and to, to go back to the question, it's like, my goal with this is to, uh, to, to tell these stories in a way that, 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 it isn't afraid to take chances because only in this short form medium are we able to do that right right now i can do i can make whatever i want it's not like there's nobody out there being like don't do that no it's me man like the, <laughs> like it's me and me and a bunch of buddies trying to make cool stuff that's that's all it is and so there's nobody nobody holding us back from from making the cool stuff we want to make and so that's really the 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 whole the the, the goal behind rogue origin was just a, just it's it's an outlet for creativity that stays true to the the, the all the stuff that we love well, I'm 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 loving it. Um, my friend, uh, I as soon as I started watching the the shorts, like and whatnot, and you had already said, you know, yeah, we can chat, and I'm like, oh, I was super excited. I was telling everybody, like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna interview this guy, and I I was like, dude, they did a Street Fighter one, and now my friend, my friend Louis is a huge Street Fighter fan, like, nice. and he's one of those dudes that like will just destroy you without like without even looking at, and you're just like, it's sure, sure. not even fair, like it yeah. just. And he and he does it naturally, like he yeah. and he's just been playing them for so long. Like we're old school heads. We're all we are arcade heads. Like we, yeah. you know, he's taking people's money in the arcade. Yeah. So it's 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 crazy because I sent him the shorts and I was like the Street Fighter one first. I was like you got to watch this one. You got to watch the Balrog versus um Fei Long. First of all, that okay. He sees it and he goes. Yo, that's the dude from Tropic Thunder. I was like, <laughs> yo, I can't believe he noticed that. I was like, what? What is <laughs> from Tropic Thunder? He goes Fei Long. And I'm yeah. like, and I looked at the name. I was like, oh, oh, you're right. Dude. And he's like, yeah. Dude. And he's like, yo, he's like, yo. I, I was just stuck at how well you guys wrote that because Fei Long would basically be Bruce Lee. Yes, I understand that they based Fei Long on Bruce Lee, but it's like I like people seem to forget that he was basically Bruce Lee. He was a freaking movie yeah. star, and he yeah. and I was just like, so when yeah. he showed up, and I'm like, oh wow, this that's that's like straight Bruce Lee with the big sunglasses and everything. I was like, yo, this is great. And then <laughs> I was like, okay. And then it was like their little homage to like the Mortal Kombat flick in the beginning, where he was like, where he's just like, wait. This dude doesn't know what he's doing. And I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, so yeah. I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm a fan of Street Fighter. I've played, but I'm not like my man. Yo, sure. he comes out with, yo, that fight was sick, man. Yo, they had to move from this move, this game. Then they had to move from that game. And then yeah, they had yeah. to toast up from this game. And I'm like, yeah. bro, like I recognize some of those moves, but like 
I wouldn't be able to tell you what games they were from. Like he called them out and was like, yeah, he was like, no, they did their homework. Yeah, dude, I love how much of a fan your friend is one. That's amazing because also that's your your friend, like you, these are who we're making this for, right? Because not, we, we absolutely did our homework. Uh, My buddy Ed and I came up with the choreo for that. And we made sure that every single move set we did was taken straight from the game. And we made sure to modify it and like make it feel like a fight. Cause that was the other thing that we really, really want to do with that is we wanted to make it enjoyable for the average viewer as well. So it like looked like a fight, but anybody who pays attention knows, oh, that's the special move. Mm-hmm. And we didn't shoot it like like the game shoots it. You know what I mean? We, we adjusted things and like, because that's my specialty is like action design, camera work. That's kind of like what, 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 what my, I do best. Um, and so uh, we just took the, the basis, the foundation. And that's kind of the other thing that like, that, that we want to do with, as a channel is we never want to adapt something shot for shot. We want to take the basis, the story, and then modify that, or and not even the story. Sometimes, just like the world, the feeling, and and bring our own flair to it. And I'm I'm so pumped that your buddy Rick was able to call out all those things. That's amazing. I love that. But the thing is, is that even I, like, even I was like, as a casual player, I was even like, you you may modify it, but they were still like. The, some of the shots were straight like homages, not like shot for shot, but the way you shot it, like like whenever they got ready to do a special and they did the zooms, boom, and I'm like, oh, I was like, yo, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. I was like, this is the game brought to life. This is definitely how it should be done, and it, it was it was so much fun. Like <laughs> it was yeah. just so much fun. Like I said, I've enjoyed all of them, but the reason I got you here in the first place was because of Iron Fist, Immortal sixty five. Yes, sir. Let me just tell you that I saw that trailer when you first put it out, right? Mm -hmm. Mentioned it on the show. Forgot all about it. Not forgot about it, but just, you know, but it was like so much other stuff was going on and it's like kind of forgot all about it. Then I saw the behind the scenes stuff come up and I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like all excited about it. And then and then in the behind the scenes stuff, when Christian showed up, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got, I got my dream. <laughs> I was like, I got it. I called it. And, and, and then I was like, so I like, and, I, and then I'm talking about it on the show. Cause like people are like, yo, I've been saying he needs to play Danny Rand forever. Yeah. Like, like no offense to the Netflix show. Yeah, but that Finn, was cast Finn, wrong. What's his name? Finn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, yeah, it, and and it was Christian is like perfect for it. Like he just he has the look and the skill set already, and like, and and like I'm like, but that was just besides the point. So I was a little brokenhearted when the show hit. No, like, all right, you know, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, and then um, I saw the behind the scenes. I was like, oh my god, and then realized what it was, and I like, I seriously fell in. Do it. Wait, wait, like, I'm gonna bring it out. I'm. Is that is that a Immortal Iron Fist? Yes, dude. Yo, that run changed. Like, I love that run. It is some of the best writing. And anybody who who like knows nothing about Iron Fist, I always tell them read that run. Yes, it will. It like because yes. that's all you need. And on top of that, you know, because there are a lot of. Uh, um, you know, a, a lot of complaints about Iron Fist as a character, you know, why is he Kung Fu master and whatnot? And like, to me, that run does all the explaining you need. And, and it's just like, we, all we have is a snippet of what the Iron Fist character is. And it's been so many people throughout history and it's been so many different things. And the lore is so awesome. And, and oh, yeah, they, it's a, the world that the lore and world that they established, they basically rewrote Iron Fist yeah. in yep. that series. They, yep. they, and they, and they rewrote him from the ground up. And that's what I really enjoyed about that run. It was, it wasn't just that, you know, we were taking it, they were taking the character and just throwing in a bunch of new stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they really rewrote it from the ground up because that's they cool. went so, they went back into his origin and then the origin of the entire iron fist and then more of the history of kun lun and then then and and then when they started talking all the social uh, the the like the 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 social status issues and and everything and i'm like 
dude, this is like really all really well done and it's so mind blowing. And yeah. the whole time, Danny is just goofy as fuck, yeah. and I loved it. And it's it just it, it just it just it just revitalized the character in a way yeah. that I haven't seen because, like I said, I I mean I continued um getting stuff since then. Like I've read that, and they've just continued to build on it. And yeah. even when they take little pieces out. They 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 put something else in, and it's like I like the, the the fact that the immortal weapons are were like literally running around the MCU, and every time there was a huge event, they'd pop up, and I'm like, yes, yeah. yes. And yeah. then most recently, uh, I was reading um, uh, uh, a, a comic called uh, Agents of Wakanda, because Black Panther has basically created a, a something to take over for what was left of Shield, mm-hmm. and he has his own group of super uh, characters that he just pulls in as super agents. I say, and one of them was fat Cobra. And I was oh, like, yo, that's amazing. Yo! And, <laughs> that's and, and the thing was great. The whole thing that was great was like, it was a Koye was leading them and a Koye and like, and every time they told him, they'd be like, Cobra, Cobra. He was like, no, Cobra is not my name. That is a snake. I am fat Cobra. Yeah. Oh, Man, it was so good. Like yeah. the characters, the everything that they have built from that run has yeah. stood and like I like did, okay, I'm gonna ruin some stuff real quick if you haven't done, but Okoye has just become an immortal weapon. Oh, interesting. I so yeah. I have not in the up. most okay. recent run. There was a like a, a like a, another capital city that was worse than all of the um all of them, worse than the eighth. And and there, it was it was about the dragons of the capital city because each one yeah. of the capital and someone was trying to take the power from all the dragons and Iron Fist got some people together and Okoye was part of it and in the end, Okoye Okoye ends up having some abilities from a dragon and becomes one of the new immortal weapons and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. That's very <laughs> cool. That's very cool. Okay, yeah, so, I dig it. So this is what I'm. I, I completely understand what you're saying about this run. It was transformative for like a reader like Dude, and then and, and like and there's so many so one of my favorite parts is the characterization they just did so much work and every single person in that run is such a great character and and, and i just you know i i for me it's up there with like um uh, uh not god bomb that was just the one comic but the the thor run with uh uh um Oh God, they're basing Thor four on it. Why am I blanking? Um, oh, the God Butcher saga. I know what you're God talking Butcher, about. Yeah, God Butcher. Uh, um, Blackest Night. Yes, uh, like like yes, yes, yes. Those are very good. good. Yes, yeah. I, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Where they basically come in with a story that changes the lore for the entire exactly yes run yep. and it but it works yes and and then moving forward you can build off of it. Yep, yep. It is so good. Uh, it's like a yeah, new dude. foundation for the character. Hmm. Absolutely. And, and so Orson Randall. Yeah. So, 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 um, Go ahead. believe it or not, uh, Christian and I met, um, I talked about this a little bit in the BTS. So if you want a more in-depth breakdown, check out the BTS on, on the channel. Um, Christian and I met on Tokyo Ghoul, a reanime project that I was directing. Mm-hmm. And, um, after we, we, he was there, he got, we got talking and he was there just to help out. Uh, and then we sat down and he talked to me, he, he pitched me on this idea. I was like, sounds cool, man. And that's when I read the immortal iron fist. I was like, Oh, this is dope. Okay. This so is he bad. pitched you on immortal. Yeah. He pitched me on immortal, immortal 65. So he was one of the ones that brought me the project because there were a lot of people like you that were like, Hey, um, we really, uh, you know, we, we think you'd be a great iron fist. And, uh, and so he, that he kind of took that ran with it and, and came up with this like, uh, outline script and, uh, and brought it to me. And then like, uh, I read it. And after I read it, it was like, this is awesome. Let's do it. And so we did a couple of rewrites, tossed it back and forth, tried to really rebuild in the immortal iron fist characterization that was, that was there. You know what I mean? Because Such a good it's character, a different thing. Uh, and, and yeah, and that's, we, we got it off the ground. We prevised it like the heck out of it. So the fight, the scenes, the fighting is, is incredible. And, uh, and yeah, man, I'm excited for it. It's going to be cool. Yeah, I, it looks amazing. Like the, when I saw that trailer and I saw the, the, the actual iron fist effect, I was like, dude, that's, that's, that's literally right out of the comics. I was like, I was like, actually, I was like, actually, that looks more like Karen Andrews, uh, uh, stuff where he does this. So we use that image as one of the references for sure. Yep. Uh, Cause we got some of that, some of the bone in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
my man Ryan has done some awesome work. So Ryan and Amir are two uh, two of the my my friends that uh, have done some awesome work on this thing. Um, Amir did a lot of the the flame simulations, and Ryan's helped out with the compositing. Between him and I, we we tackle all the compositing, and um, and yeah, it's uh, that was like we wanted to make sure that because again, because this is a very confined thing, and we don't have. 20 episodes to worry about doing VFX for, we wanted to really make sure that the VFX were comic accurate. And we wanted to make sure that uh, the, the, his flames, his chief flames are manifesting as real flames because it's such a better visual cue than mm -hmm. glow, like glowing hands is great. Like I said, I, I don't blame any of what happened with the Netflix Iron Fist on anybody because there are so many things that like they, yep. they, they go into production that we will never even know about. And so when it comes to like, I'm sure every person, because here's the thing that you got to remember when it comes to any of these adaptations, no one sets out to make a bad project. Right. No one ever, like no director goes, I'm not, I'm going to make a bad movie. That's not, that's never the goal. No showrunner does that. The, but when it comes to these tight timelines, no money, and, and like, and, and you're just, you, you, you make the best of whatever situation you have. Right. And so that's why when I look at the Chi hands, I was like, that's probably all that they had time for. They probably had a hundred shots to do in a week. And, the, and, the, and they, they, I bet they wanted to do real fire, but guess what? That's not realistic with the timeline that they had. Or the, uh, yeah, I, no, I don't know for sure. I just like, I'm just assuming based upon various things, you know, it, it, it listen, it, it gave us some really good characterizations of other characters. So I was okay with that. Like I was, still was along for the ride because I loved their, I loved their Misty Knight. I loved their Colleen Wing. I, I, I really did. Sure. And, and I liked when I liked the Danny and uh, Luke Cage interactions. Those were a lot of fun. Um, but I am super looking forward to this. Like, I mean, like you have no idea how much I am looking forward to this. Like that is definitely one of my favorite runs on modern runs on comics, like to, to date. And like, someone was like, I don't understand. Someone actually was like, why did you read that run? I was like, dude, it was amazing. Like they, they yeah. remade this character completely. And like, but they still never forgot where he came from. And it's like, they just took like, like, it was almost like they said, what you know is literally only a peak of what is really there. And then they opened up the lens and showed it all to you. Yeah. And it, it, it was just, I, I, I loved every minute. And to this day, that's why I said, like, when I saw what you were doing, I was like, listen, I hope this ends up in a situation where someone sees, where Marvel sees this and goes, you that, that's actually really cool we why aren't we doing something like can we go get them and and sure. let's 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 dude, let's I make mean, a orson dude. randall series like because Yo, it could be so off the cuff and it could be their rebirth of iron fist dude so that's that's secretly my my goal and the the entire reason why i why i said this is a good idea let's 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 create this thing together because I am all always about, I never want to rehash things. I only want to bring like, like create new ideas and bring, bring, bring a new spin on things. Every project on Rogue Origin is, it may be based on something, but it's a completely new story, right? Mm -hmm. Like you look at uh, the odd job, it's an elevator fight. The odd job never fought in an elevator. It's kind of a, the setup of odd job versus bond, but that's all we took. Fatal and Fury. also odd job was ne never that fluid in his fights, but that, that's, that. For sure. Uh, Fatal Fury, um, you know, all we took was the basic premise of Rock and Terry and, and you know, like the story, but the, the, there's never any scene like that. Obviously, Cowboy Bebop, completely new thing. Naruto, we took the outline, but then we added in all our own new choreo and action design mm -hmm. and like grounded it in a way mm -hmm. that like wasn't really done. Like we didn't, we lost all the crazy spikes and the things that made you go, I don't know if that's realistic. You know, we kept it as real as, as real as ninjas could be. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and then um, Street Fighters the same way. It, like like we took the basic premise, but then the, but then and, and some of the some of the made sure to keep, stay true to the moves. But that story's never been told before, and that's the other thing exciting about Street Fighter is obviously uh, Christian played Ken in Street Fighter years ago. But they explored the thing about me that blows my mind about Street Fighter is people only want to ever explore the Ken and Ryu story. All of the other characters are so rad. They have so many dope stories. And, that's why I, I I watched that and I was like, that was fantastic. That's a great place to begin. And then the fact that we end here, let's let's move on to the tournament. 
Cause yeah. that, that like, cause now we're bringing everybody in, and I'm yeah. like, at this point, then you can move it. Now you move the focus to uh to to Ryu. I mean, not Ryu to Chun Li and Guile, and yeah. and and do the sort of military aspect. And you have oh, those are two dudes that was in the last one. Yeah. And, you know, so, it's... so so uh, we have episode two and three written, but uh, it did it didn't really do as well as we had hoped in terms of like uh, numbers. So it's one of those things where um, unless we can find a way to crowdfund it or something. Thing. it's 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 hard to continue to make the things if they don't you know if, if, if there's if there, there's wait, not enough people watching it. wait 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 you you were a part of that the the uh what, what, what part of what are you talking like your street fighter thing yeah i'm talking about my street fighter we oh, okay yeah written. yeah i want because i want more of that too i want more of that too because so i dude, definitely was, that, that was good i was like oh i because i love the way it ended that was another thing my friend lost his crap about too he was like and then they ended it with my girl chun lee i said dude, yeah gem is the best i was yeah, like yeah dude. but that's 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 my ch- that's my girl that that, that was my I, I, took, that, I when i when i played when i first started playing chun um playing street fire i couldn't throw a fireball so i had to play as chun lee and i used to play and i and and i used to beat people's eyes by stomping their head because <laughs> i could i had to it was play keep away and yeah, i was like yeah. no because you're gonna sit there and just hadouken hadouken all day long and so i'm just gonna sit there and hop over you and hop on your head and then hop over you all hop off the wall and hop on your head and we could do this all day let's let's Absolutely. let's go yeah but yeah i i can't wait uh Oh, oh, so so, that, so that's what I'm saying is, um, yeah, in terms of Iron Fist, that's kind of why I got excited about this, because if we were just going to adapt um, Danny Rand's story, then it doesn't really get me excited because yeah, Netflix did it. And and I don't want I never want it to look like a competition. I never want it to be like, oh, it wasn't. So we wanted to do our own thing. No, for me, it's like I always want to bring something new into the world. And the second I was I, I, I we, you know, we found out that like the lore and what we could do with Danny, I mean, with, with Orson Randall. Then I was like, oh, Orson Randall's dope. This is going to be rad. And so that's when I really got behind it. And, and I was like, yes, this is, this is cool. And, and like I said, all the credit to Christian, because uh, if he hadn't brought me the project, this wouldn't be in the world. And I, and, yeah. I mean, you could literally do, you could spin that off into two different things. You can literally spin off a book of the iron fist show which mm-hmm. is basically an anthology that's telling us about all the different Iron Fists. Totally. And then you can literally just do uh, Orson Randall and his crew pulp Dude. show. And I would watch yeah. both of those. Dude, and I would love, and that's kind of where is, is, is like the, like the secret hope is hopefully Marvel sees it and goes, oh my God, that's a great idea for a show. Let's make an Orson Randall spinoff because it also makes so much sense because it's like, like let's explore this character that hasn't been explored. And then after a few years, we reintroduce Danny Rand. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the, because Orson Randall's story, it touches on so many other things. And what I love about it is, is it's set in a different time period. It allows you to just completely. Not, yeah, it's, it's not, not it's not 20 years ago it's not 30 no. that we're talking about turn of the century yeah and, exactly yeah yeah dude 60 80 years ago it allows you to explore some really really cool things that haven't been like that the mcu hasn't touched on and then eventually like you said in two or three i mean if you tell that story it ends up dovetailing in to yep. that story you yep. end that story where his story ends and then you pick up where yep it like later on but yeah i again i i can't wait i'm looking forward to it um i do have two last questions i know we're running we're we're, i got one more question it's it's real quick it's all good do you have any do you have anybody that you really would love to work with like any specific people like either that you've seen on like uh other shorts or if you've seen on other shows or just in general that you're like I've always really wanted to work with this person. Oh man. Are we talking like, like, like world's my oyster? Yeah. Let's go for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Idris, Idris Elba, dude. I, I think he's so talented, man. Ever since I saw him on Luther, I was like, oof, yes. I want to work with that man. That's yeah. Luther's also one of my favorite shows ever. It's so good. He, 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 he's, yeah, he's fantastic. He like, yeah. it, it's like, it's, it's funny you said that. Cause as soon as they, as soon as they announced that uh, he was going to be the voice of knuckles, for uh-huh. the Sonic, I was like, like my brain didn't think like it normally does. It just kind of said, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it like, it, it, like I couldn't even remember what all like a knuckle sounded like in any game. I was just like, yeah, I don't care. It's Idris Elba's Elba, Elba's voice coming out of Knuckles works for me. My brain said, yes, this works and just moved it on. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, yeah. 
I, I, um, I, there's, I, there's, there's, there's a few others that, so, so, um, uh, my buddy knows, uh, my, my buddy, uh, James Lou, shout out James Lou knows Mark Dacascus. I want to work with Mark cause I think he's so talented. He oh, was, I love Mark uh, Dacascus. Yeah. I, I, I've been a fan of him since only the strong. Yeah. Dude, right. Uh, for me, I, the first time I saw him was in Le Pacte de Lou, the French film. I don't know. If I you have know. that too. <laughs> yeah. I have that. I have that. I have that on DVD. I no. love that movie. I was so mad when he died. I was like, oh, come on. Yo, only, only the nerds. Only the nerds have seen that movie, man. I love, that. I love it. I love it. Oh, it's so good. And, uh, and, and like, because I'm thinking, you know, people that, that like, and then in terms of indie people that I would love to work with, uh, Amy Johnston and Scott Atkins. I think the two of them would just be absolutely amazing to work with. See, I'm so glad that I am who I am and I'm such the geek out because I know the I know who you're talking about. That Amy Johnston was always my choice for like a Sonya Blade if they ever did. I was like, yo, she's like, yo, she's she's a and then if not, can we did she do a British accent? Because she'll bet you she'd kick ass with some cami. Bro, and, I wanted her for cami for episode three. That was my Scott, pick. I want her. Yeah. Scott Atkins, I've been a fan of forever too. Scott and Michael Jai White. Like, yeah. Oh, I, Michael Jai White. Dude, Michael. I, I would still love need a movie where, like, other than other than Undisputed 2, like, I need a movie where they're either together, like, as, like, like, like a buddy cop type flick or something. Oh, my God. That would be like, amazing. because it's like every time I see them together, they're like either against each other or in like triple threat, they were the bad guys. And it's like, Yo. Be right back. I gotta go write a movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm taking that idea and I'm pitching those two as the leads because that is dude. Amazing. All I want is see. I just want tickets to see this movie when dude, it comes dude, out. You're you're, co you're coming to the premiere and uh, at like like you yeah, uh, dude. Producer credit. Let's go. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. Put let I'll put my foot in the door that way. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, because seriously speaking, I I mean, I just haven't had any weird or like any connections or opportunities. That eventually that would have been something I would have loved to do. Um to 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 do like my big dream job was to like write comics like i i would just love to do that and dude well i mean that, what we talked about to, to, to bring it full circle what we talked about at the beginning man the coolest part about the world that we live in is like all you got to do is start like yeah. look at look at webtoons dude webtoons, yeah i know another, dude crunchyroll is making webtoons anime that's just a, just a bunch of people i know god of us. high school god of high school dude, i know i that's watched just a bunch of people like us that just were like i want to make a I want to make a comic book and just made a comic book online. You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm really reevaluating how I've been doing things. So like this podcast is kind of the first step. Like my, this was really my friend's idea, but once he said it, and this is like the third one that I've done, but this one, I don't know something about it. When, when my friend, when my partner Ed was like, yo, I want to do this. And he was like, when I do this, I only wanted to do it with you. Like I like you were the first person I thought of. We met because I used to write for a web uh, a, a website. It's a defunct website now, but it's called it was called beyondhollywood.com and it was some of the best years of my life. I got to go to New York Comic Con for like 6 years straight with a awesome. press pass and like oh like it was great. But anyway, awesome. I've had some great connections. I did my last podcast with someone I met from there too. Nice. But he said he wanted to do this. And, and like, as soon as he started doing it and he started getting it put up on Spotify and like his friends were already commenting about it and everything else. And I'm like, and he, ha I'm like, you actually have some connections. So it's like, people are actually, I know people are actually hearing this. So I was like, all right, let me step up my game. I went and got a mic last week. And I was like, cause I didn't like the way I was sounding in the first four or five episodes. Sure. And then. And then I sent that message out to you and you actually responded. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, it's time to reevaluate because things are actually rolling as I, as I'm doing these and I'm, I would like to continue this stretch. So I'm going to yeah. keep on going with that. And, and I, I feel like I might have to start scripting some of these comic books ideas. Cause I have like notebooks full. Dude, um, dude, it's never too late. Get started, man. I can't wait to read them. Thanks, man. I, that's a, I appreciate that. Listen, if everything ever comes to any of this stuff, I, I, I wish you the world. And you know what? I actually, do you have anything that you are willing to talk about that's coming up, like that you can mention? I mean, that's not like something that you actually already have the stuff for, but you like other. Well, no, I mean, you know what? You don't have to do that because you already mentioned the Kingdom Hearts thing. Yeah. So Kingdom Hearts is hopefully coming out in October. See, look at that. Uh, I mean, I didn't realize it was that close. 
Yeah, yeah. Either October or November, not sure yet. It really depends upon when Iron Fist comes out, man. Um, so yeah, yes. there's that. And I think the next project might be, so we also work on, we, we've got a bunch of original ideas as well. And so we, we're going to intersperse the original ideas with the, uh, with the adaptations and kind of um, the goal of Rogue Origin is really to be known for high octane action storytelling, whether that be original stories or adaptations. I want you to come to the channel because you're like, I love what those people do. I love that they're taking martial arts to the next level, whether it be the fact that I love Iron Fist or that I just love martial arts. And so that's kind of the, 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 the umbrella, the goal behind it. And so, yeah, man, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. We, we're finally starting to gain traction and it's going to be rad. All right. Well, my one last question before I get out is if we ever get to speak again um, or anything like that, uh, I think you could introduce me to Christian. <laughs> yeah, i'd love to talk to that guy just because I, I, I actually kind of i know he's a bit of a geek too so i'd like to pick his brain too i sure. i love talking geek stuff with other geeks yeah um yeah we uh dude if you want it we can do we can do another episode uh, i'm sure he'd be down well y'all heard that here first listen i like i said i'm just gonna keep shooting my shots and it and, yeah. and, and, and you if, if 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 anything comes of it that's great if if i get turned down that's okay too, but uh, yeah. you never know don't, unless don't, don't quote me on it. But I, I, I'm pretty sure we can make it happen. Uh, I, I mean, it doesn't have to be anytime soon. I'm just asking. I mean, like basically, well, let's, let's, you let's, get let's, Iron let's, Fist out, and then yeah. how about let's, we'll set something up after that, and we can yeah, talk yeah. a whole episode about just you guys and Iron Fist, and if there's anything the two of you've been brainstorming about. For sure, for sure, and that's yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. Uh, so after we release Iron Fist, we can do a follow up for sure. Let's do it. All right. Well. Right. Josh, this has been about an hour. I, I I know you've got biz things to do. You're a really busy man, and Rogue Origin Films is just kicking out some great content. So thank, thank you, you so much for sharing your time with me. I mean, you, you just sir. seem like a real good person just from talking to you on Sunday, and I was absolutely right that this was going to be a fun, awesome conversation, and I, I actually can't wait and to do another one. And I appreciate you even allowing me to even thinking about saying yeah i do another one dude it's been a blast it's my pleasure thank you so much for having me and uh can't wait to chat again thanks a lot man you have All a right. good night and uh until next time thanks dude take care uh joey zoom <laughs>